0: Welcome, everybody, to Letter Now, a podcast where we nurture the hand masters of tomorrow, today. My name is Martina Flor. I'm a lettering artist, author, educator, and the host of this show, and today I have a great guest to talk about productivity and getting things done. We will answer questions like, how can we be more productive and effective at what we do? Can we let ourselves have a bad day? How do we escape the hostile mindset? And how do you reconcile productivity and big life events? And to discuss all of this, I have graphic and type designer Liron Lavi-Turknevich with me. Liron also runs the mentorship program at alphabetes.org. She's a speaker and a researcher. She also runs a family with three children and teaches people how to organize their lives to do all the things they want to do. So hi, Liron. I'm so happy to have you on the show today.
1: Hi, Martina. I'm so happy to
0: be here, really. So, Liron, I just, you know, said a couple of things of around what you do, but how would you describe all the things you do? Because you don't, you're not only a, a type designer and a researcher, but you do a lot of things around this. Liron, I just described some of the things that you do. And I think I read somewhere in some of your bios that, you know, the biggest challenge in your life is to you know, get all the things done that you want to do, that you have a lot of ideas and your biggest challenge is to do all of them, right?
1: So how will you define
0: what you do and, yeah, who you are?
1: Well, it's a great question because, yeah, I would say I'm a sort of an idea machine (laughs) even because I have So many ideas all day long, like every shower, I do get a new idea and I want to persuade and start and just, you know, get going. And then uh, there are not enough hours in the day. And I also want to have some, you know, personal time, family time, friends time. And this is this is the challenge how to do everything I want to do. So I think I'm, you know, the T-shaped person that you're. You're deep in one thing, and then you're also you've got um, you've got uh, perf- other professions or other skills. So this is something I truly believe in. So I I like to think that you know what combines everything is letters or visualness, and then there is research and design and entrepreneurship inside this place, and and writing and designing and being a business owner. So there are so many things, but all under this umbrella. So, yeah, I think that this is a real a real challenge. What do you do when you've got so many ideas that you know you you you're super energetic to get going with and you're excited, but then you know there aren't enough hours in the day for it. And this is what actually made me be so interested in in productivity and I would I would even say like not even productivity or not even time management, but more of how authentically you can feel better with what you're doing and how you're doing it and not feel guilty at the end of the day that you didn't get anything done and you know just be happier with yourself and with the time that you know you put into things
0: that's so interesting i i will add liron's website and social media handles on our show notes so that you can get to know her work and also um you know get to follow her on social media and if you don't know her work you can just go through her portfolio as well so um, Liron, I invited you to discuss today's topic because you have initiated. You know, you know, as you said, you are primarily a type designer or a graphic designer, but you have initiated a lot of projects. You also travel a lot, and you're involved, very involved, in the typographic community, organizing events and programs. And what I find interesting is that you also personally have lately focused on this um aspect of productivity and organizing and um, you know planning and I wonder if you started um, picking up on what you just said if you started elaborating this content or these ideas around uh, productivity because it was for you a way to figure out for yourself and for your own life how you could have all these things going on how so how did this start with you like how, how did that idea or that interest? for productivity and for planning started with you?
1: It's a really nice question because it started, if I trace back, it started about, I would say, nine years ago when I was doing my my MA in typeface design and I was busy doing many things, not just studying. And a friend of mine told me, like, stop it. You have to focus only on learning what you're learning now in the MA. And I felt that it's just not right for me. And then I started searching for people and started interviewing them people who do various things and only after meeting them and being inspired by what by what they, they said just made me understand that there is another way and that every project actually nurtures the other mm. but still i had to find a way to manage everything there mm. i have like 20 projects multiply running at, at every given moment and you know you have to you have to manage it and find what to do with it. And I started really diving into productivity systems. I learned a lot about planning and reflecting and goal setting and making the most out of your time because I had, I have still very limited hours. I have three kids and I also have some personal life and hobbies and yoga and stuff like that. So I, I really wanted to make the most of the hours I'm working. Uh, and then I also learned that, you know, by all these productivity methods and tools, and honestly, I've tried all of them, mm. and I, I did so many experiments. I learned that so many of them aren't visuals, and I am a visual learner. I love to see things. I love to organize maps and, you know, write down things. It really helps me understand and learn. Um, so this is why I started being interested in this like area. I kind of invented of visual productivity, of productivity for people like me who are visual learners and how they can get, you know, and creatives. They've got lots of ideas. Uh, And I started a newsletter about a year and a half ago in Hebrew, though. It's a weekly newsletter with tips and ideas on how to, you know, make most of your time. Uh, And I I really narrowed it down into this visual uh, area. And this is how it started. Yeah, that's where where we're at right now.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's so interesting because I feel that, you know, personally, I shared um, in the, I think, A day ago or something, I shared something on my Instagram stories that had to do with this idea of of productivity. Like I also recently got interested into what makes me productive or what is being productive at all for me, right? Because it's also a very personal thing. Some people is more productive in the morning, or some people work better in the afternoons. Uh, But I used to have this idea, and I think a lot of people have this idea of that, you know, being productive is about putting a lot of hours of work, right? So I was, I was sharing on my, on my Instagram stories that, you know, I used to think that constantly being busy was about like, you know, it was being productive. And I asked the followers if they also were into this pattern at some point in their lives. And I was shocked because negative94 Seven percent of the my followers answer that they were or they are in this pattern of like putting a lot of hours because they need to produce and they think that this is the way to be uh, productive right and I wonder really like why do you think we embrace this pattern like why do you think that we have this because I realize, like hey I'm not the only one who thinks this way I think that you know, there's a general general understanding that putting a lot of hours equals being productive. And I wonder why we, we think the productivity has to do with that.
1: Yeah, I can also add like uh, being busy equals being productive equals being successful mm. equals being you know you getting a lot of projects and this is this is all around hustle culture like putting you know busy as a badge of honor. How are you? Oh, I'm busy. How are you? Oh, I'm busy. I can't meet friends because I'm busy and you know you, you keep on saying this busy busy thing, uh, like it's a like it's a good thing and yeah. you know yes I, we I also fell into this trap. Um, Many times, actually, and I keep on falling it, you know, falling in it like once in a while. But now I'm much more aware of it because I'm doing lots of reflection, so I know wh- where I'm heading. But I think that um, it's really easy to fall into it, and it's really good to know when you're falling into it. Like I once had this. I'm thinking now it seems ridiculous. Many years ago, I used to say, "Okay, I'm, I work from home. I'm self-employed, so I'm going to clock my hours." So I would time myself. And every time I went to, to make coffee, to, I don't know, to have a phone call, anything, I would stop the timer. And at the end of the day, I worked a full day, like 12 hours. And I said, oh my God, I only worked five hours that were clocked in. Now, I didn't mention like phone calls for work. I didn't mention email for work. I only mentioned like this one task that I was trying to tackle. And it just felt so ridiculous. Absolutely. And...
0: Also, like I feel that we are surrounded by this kind of culture or we are immersed in this culture, in this hustle culture. And even when many of us are realizing like, hey, I don't want to hustle. You know, I want just to live an enjoyable life where I enjoy my work. You know, I also have my personal life. I enjoy time with family. However, and, you know, many of us really work towards getting out of that hustle uh, culture right but we need to remind we, we turn we we tend to fall into it again and again right so we need to remind ourselves that um, you know this is not the pattern we want to follow and we will listen um, I want to listen to your stories and I want to also um, know about more about your insights on productivity as we go or we dive into the listeners questions as you know this is a listener driven show so we have a lot of questions coming from social media and we're going to start with some questions coming from instagram you listening uh, for all our listeners you can send us your questions through my instagram stories normally i will post some stories before every podcast episode and you can send me your questions through my instagram stories at martina or you can say send your voice memos with questions and comments by simply going to martinafloor.com slash slash voice message or email your voice memo to podcast at martinafloor.com so our first question liron is coming from benny The question is, how can I learn to move faster and identify what's easier to execute? So I believe that Benny is asking here how to be more productive or effective. And I think this is an interesting interesting question to start with Liron, because I always always experience that as creatives, we struggle with the fact that oftentimes we don't know how long a certain thing is gonna take. Um, So, we don't know if we're gonna come up with the right idea or if the illustration is gonna take longer than we anticipated. And this is something that used to happen to me, especially in the beginning, and I see many creatives struggling with that, you know, they don't know exactly how long a certain assignment is gonna take them. And that is taking a toll on them because they're they feel insecure. It's like I don't know whether this is gonna take me three days or it's gonna take me two weeks, right? And that makes a lot of different a difference when you're working in a client project, for instance. So what I have noticed also working with a lot of like thousands of creatives is that many of us tend to have no creative process, or at least we are not very conscious of this. Um, we tend to think, or at least me in the beginning, I tend to think that my creative process needed to be always like super crazy and explosive and unique, right? And that it needed to be new every time. And that was so exhausting because every time I had a new client assignment, it was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to get through this, but it should be like super crazy, super creative, you know, because this is what I'm supposed to do as a creative. And actually, I realized with the time that the more I have a process, the better I can work and the more creative I am within that process. So if we make a parallel with our day life or like with our work life, I believe that perhaps we also need a structure, you know, in our day to sort of be more productive within that structure, right? So, or this is at least what I, came to find out with the time that if I have a little bit of a structure within my day um, as well as within my creative process I'm much more productive right so what would you say Liron to Benny that as a creative is trying to find ways to be more productive
1: yeah I think Benny it's um I I wouldn't try to work faster because we are creative and you know we don't necessarily need to work faster, but what I what I feel is that if we want to be more efficient, we should really look into energy management and setting boundaries. So this is what I would say as, as my answer. So let's say that you feel that you're creative and everyone knows about themselves when they're most creative, right? So if you feel that you're creative in the mornings then you set your creative time, thinking time, brainstorming time in the morning. If you feel that you have just, you know, illustrator moving nods, for instance, you can do that later in the day when you're tired and you don't basically have to rethink of new ideas. You just move nods and kind of let your mind be at ease. And also, I also find that we're our worst enemies usually. And like you said, Martina, I want to, to be explosive. I want to make something crazy for the client. But sometimes we have to set boundaries. We can say, I'm going to be creative. I mean, we cannot forget that there is a client out there. So we can say, I'm going to brainstorm ideas and come up with with my you know, idea, my concept or my first sketch. After three hours or after half a day, and this is the time I'm dedicating to it. There is Parkinson law. This is like in productivity area, Parkinson law, law that says that you will work on the task for as much as you have. So if you've got two hours to finish the task, you will. If you've got two months, you will. And you will still feel very, very stressed at the end that you're not making enough time. You're not making it on time. So if you just cont- you know create the container, decide that you're working six hours on this, two days, whenever your deadline is. And the last thing I would say about, you know, relaxing for ourselves is to communicate back. So thank you for the email. I'm going to write back or on this and that date. I'm going to send you a sketch on this and that date. And then you're at ease. And most important, the client is at ease. And you're not stressed about, you know, sending something quickly. So these are my thoughts, like fast thoughts on this.
0: Yeah. And I think also, like, it's so... It's so important, this thing that you said about the energy management, because, you know, you are you are your tool and you need to understand when your tool is more ready to work and to do a certain task. Right. And understanding this or managing your energy and understanding when in which moments of the day you are more ready or prone to um to do creative work or in which moments of the day you are more tired so you can do more technical work or more automatized work then it's really it really boosts, boosts your productivity right so but because what we normally do as you know people is that we get to our workplace and we start reading emails which is something we don't necessarily need to do first time in the morning big we can do no, that no no yeah yes a big don't <laughs> know no. and I think also something super important from what you said that I also like usually speak about this is this idea of the deadline, right? So in order to be more productive and more, you know, use our time in a more meaningful way, I think it's very important to um, set up deadlines and set up boundaries on how much time we're gonna work on a certain thing. And, you know, I'm gonna, Brainstorm our ideas up to this point. After that, it's like it's about choosing within those set of ideas that I I brainstorm, and that is what it is, right? So, yeah. I think those are really really good tips to get you started, Benny. And I hope that um, that helps you be more creative and more effective in your work. So, um, so the other question is coming from Bia. My biggest challenge is to understand that I can let myself have a bad day? How can I accept that is a natural part of the process? So what Bea is saying um, is, you know, how actually how to enjoy those down moments because Bea seems to understand that these down moments are necessary to have, you know, those peaks of production or those, you know, you need those valleys in order to have those peaks of uh, productivity Um, so in other words you need to rest in order to have energy and the brain space to create something so the question here is how do we extend those moments and how can we learn to see them as positive parts of the process right because lack of inspiration or lack of motivation or lack of drive is always seen as a negative thing and actually something that is necessary to, you know, create afterwards. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what if we start seeing that as a necessary part of the process? But I think that Liron, um, this perception or the way that we perceive these moments is very natural. Like we all tend to perceive these moments as um, as down moments and also moments that are, you know, we want to get out from. So. What will you say to Bea that is not able to enjoy the, those moments? What, what, which advice will you give to her so that she is more at ease with the fact that she's not pr- productive all the time?
1: Yeah, we, we have these moments and I suppose everyone can remember this night that we insisted on working and then we said, OK, it's not doing anything. I'm going to bed. And then in the morning, you get it done in like 30 minutes, something you worked on for eight hours. So yes, so we can all understand that there are these down moments and if it's hard for you to to accept it or to embrace it even, I would say, then you can be prepared in advance for this. So have a list of things that are restful for you and are fun for you. So I would give you my example. For me, I know that even 20 minutes of yoga is a really pick-me-up boost. I know that a phone call with specific friends of mine are giving me amazing motivation. I know that a nice cup of coffee in my ceramic made mug and I'm sitting outside in the porch gives me a really good feeling. So you have this list of yours and you can even put some cues. If you feel that you're, you know, approaching a bad productivity day, then set your cup on the, on the countertop, just open your yoga mat or I'm giving my example, but obviously take yours Uh, put your running shoes next to the door. Just create some cues for you that will remind you, okay, this is time to stop work and do one of these things that are really, you know, they're really easy. I just, I can just grab the cup. I can just grab the, the running shoes and go be on my way without guilt for this.
0: Mm, that's such an interesting tip because it's about like putting things in this time that you identify with, you know, with being at ease and being relaxed. Right. So kind of, Kind of labeling those moments with those um, with those visual um, hints, right? Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. These visual cues. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So that's so interesting, that's and I hope that too. that that will help Bea to be more at ease with these down moments. Actually, I personally struggle a lot with this, as I as I told you later on. I I have worked intensively into you know changing my mindset around productivity, and I want to hear also like. What, what were the things you you struggled the most um, to get out of this hassle um, culture, right? But I personally, I would say that I made a lot of work towards um, creating more space in my life, not working so many hours as I used to. However, I feel that what is missing for me is that ability to enjoy those moments. So this ability to really be present in the moments where I'm really, you know, where I decided not to work and um, and not to feel that, hey, perhaps I should be doing something. Hey, if I would be working now, I will be creating more income for my business, you know? Like just be fine with not doing stuff. And I think this is this is kind of like the hardest part of the equation, right? So and in your case, how is it when when you have you know, you have a day that is full of activities because you have your family, you have your projects. So how do you come in? How do you um, are in peace with those uh, with those down moments? And how do you learn to enjoy those down moments for yourself?
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's really hard, especially when I work from home and my workstation is really close to the living room where everything happens. So it's really hard to You know my my mac is looking at me all day long and kind of yelling at me and screaming at me get to work Mm -hmm. and you know i had now two weeks in august when i I wouldn't say i was the most productive but i would definitely say that family-wise i was very productive so what i so there is this struggle between you know being with family or being with your family or working and there is also you working on something but you're concerned that you're not working on the other things Mm -hmm. so these are two two problems i would say two challenges so with the family one i i love to reframe in the morning and i i even say to myself like very simply i am not getting any work done until 5 p.m today Mm -hmm. and the other thing i would do is i would try to create some pockets of time that I cannot work. Like we'll go on a weekend somewhere, I won't even bring my my computer with me or something like that. Uh, Because whenever I try to work, when there are people around me, very easy for my phone, it's just a disaster. Everyone senses it and I'm going crazy. So this is very bad route to go into. And the other thing for me when I'm working on a project, I used to always feel very guilty why am I not working on the other 19 projects? Mm. And if, if someone, any of the listeners is struggling with this, what I am doing for myself is I'm setting days on my calendar, which I call focus days. And it can be three months from now, because I have some dates set up for November, for instance, a day that I'm going to work on a specific project and I'm blocking the whole day. And then I'm more at ease because I know that, you know, project X, going to be worked on everything is fine i can be relaxed and i can do what i'm doing and being in the moment of that specific project so that's been very helpful for me as well
0: that's such a good tip because that sort of like reframes the whole thing and puts the power in your hands so it's you rescheduling that thing for later on and not it's not that you cannot work on it it's that you decide to work on that later on and now you are deciding to work on this in this moment, right? And I think it's so, it's so important to reframe. It, oftentimes it's about reframing the things in a way where we are in charge, or we, are, we really decide on what's happening in our lives and not, not so much that we let things happen and we're sort of juggling mm-hmm. with what's coming to us, but it's more about like saying, well, you know, I decide to work on this later on, and this is me putting boundaries, setting up deadlines and um, planning my life, right? So I think that's a very good tip. And we're going to move on to the uh, inspirational quote time. This is another segment Mm -hmm. of our show Liron. And, you know, we all love quotes. And in this section, we do our best to answer questions from our listeners with the quotes. We can later put these quotes on Mm -hmm. our show notes so that listeners can share them on their social media. Liron, the truth is that we just chat about the topic and the question, yeah. <laughs> and if you come up with a quote, then great, we will put it on the show notes. If not, okay. we will just put something together. Normally, everyone says some sort of quote, so we put that together and we the make it sound. The quote that is uh, like known,
1: and I use it, or it could my be
0: your. Quote. You could be your own quote. So, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll try. <laughs> so. Here's the first question coming from Joanna on Instagram. How do I get my brain out of the hustle mindset? It feels impossible to break away from. So we were just talking about this, actually. And I feel that this hustle culture has done so much harm to our generation, especially. And I believe that we are all starting to understand that being busy is not productive. Um the problem is really what we were just talking about is like getting out of that mindset and what Joanna is asking here is how do you let go of it um you know when a lot of people around us are living like I kind of living their lives under this principle so I have a quote for you and then I'm gonna pass it to you Leron being busy is keeping you away from the things that matter and this means that being busy can also Um, reflect the lack, your lack of priorities. So what I mean is that if you think that everything is important, then you will be just really busy trying to get everything done. And even those things that are not important. So sort of setting priorities in your life is kind of important for you to really get things done, right? Because if you try to do everything at the same time, you don't get anything done, right? So um, Liron. Joanna, you know, is as us immersed in this hustle culture. Um, so how can she change her mindset around it? How can she really um, find a way to, you know, be happy with the fact that, you know, she doesn't need to be productive all day and be okay with not, you know, with having
1: a different life than the rest of
0: the people around us, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I would, I would take a quote that is actually borrowed from, it's usually told about kids, but since we're creatives, you know, all our projects are kind of our babies. And I would say that the days are long and the years are short. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by this is that our days are filled with tasks and projects and communication and emails and messages and, so, and Instagram, but the years, are short and eventually we need to set some goals that are very few and we have to be very specific about the way we want to live because at the end of the day no one is going to you know honor us for answering all the emails no one is going to tell you oh Oh. you know that person, oh, she always replied to email. No, they're going to talk to us to say how we were, what we enjoyed doing, what impact we made in the world. So this is something I would definitely say. And I, I will also add, you know, don't just do a to-do list. Do a what I did list and mm-hmm. mention everything you did. You'll, you'll be amazed with how much you actually did. And you will feel so much better with yourself. That's
0: such an interesting question. I love this, what I did list. And I also love this
1: quote, actually,
0: that we are just picking up on what you just said. No one is going to honor you for replying all of your email. emails. So that's a great <laughs> uh, thing to keep, like, on your uh, studio walls, to yeah, as a reminder. Definitely. So yeah, yeah, the second definitely. question is, is coming. It's a comment, actually, and it's coming from Julia on Instagram. She's saying, I just had a baby and it's hard for me to feel productive. I feel I have too many things on my plate. And, you know, Liron, we can totally understand this. Um, yeah, and first, just- <laughs> first, Julia, congrats on creating a human being. That is a lot of work. And, you know, as a matter of two, myself, and I think you, Liron, as a matter of three, we can totally relate to that feeling of having too many things on your plate. I think your question is great because it's, I think it's relevant for all of those that are parenting or that are parents, but also for all of those that have some sort of or have experienced some sort of like life event, right? Whatever that is, because, you know, we have things going on in our lives. We have babies, we, you know, get married, you know, someone comes, someone goes. And like, there's a lot of things going on besides our work as creatives. And I want to pass it to you, Liran, because you were talking before about, um, you know, kind of managing your family and managing your work with family and your your uh, work life and you just had your third child i think it's six months old right now um and you might be able to share with julia some fresh words of wisdom that can kind of comfort her now um that she's dealing you know she's having a fresh born baby and she's dealing with this feeling of like not feeling productive although she's like keeping a human being alive right so that's
1: that's being productive enough but I you are productive Julia (laughs) you're so productive (laughs) and this is my tip for you I guess if you can find someone who can you know text you once a day and tell you Julia you're amazing for this and that you're you are productive because you changed diapers several times and you had a baby sleeping for numerous hours and just you know this is what your season in life is right now and this is what productivity for you is like Mm. and i would also say you know we we've talked about reframing a lot so this is another set of reframing that i personally use really really these days Uh, so it's First of all, lowering my expectations, because I will not be as productive as I am working normally because I'm with a newborn. And, you know, just, but to set a bar, set some expectation, like expect to work. Because if you're Julia, I guess you're kind of a person who loves to feel like you're productive. So set set a bar, but set it for 15 minutes a day. I want to work for 15 minutes a day. And you will feel so accomplished at the end of every day you can even set it to five minutes to one email to 30 minutes whatever feels manageable right now but just keep it keep it a really low number because any work that you do like even one minute of work is incredible this time really that's so interesting because
0: i think what you're saying also uh, to julia is that you know, what are you producing at this season of your life? What is, what it is that you're producing? And you're actually, you know, you're building a family and you're, you know, you know, you're, you just had a baby. This is what you're producing right now. And this is what it looks like to be productive for you right now. So I think it's, It's what you said. It's all about like reframing the idea of productivity, which productivity cannot cannot necessarily be like producing creative work for us creatives, but also, you know, being present in other um, construction work in your life, like constructing other things in your life that not necessarily have to be like a piece of artwork or a typeface in your case, you know. Sometimes you are, you know, um, growing your family or you're doing other things, right? So, yeah.
1: And I think this. But is, I can also yeah. say, yeah. Sorry. 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 Go on. No. No. Go. I I wanted to say that I, I mean I'll be very very honest because I feel Julia probably maybe you're like me because you know our whole self identity is really based on being productive, producing work, being creative, getting things done, loving our work, and then you get a baby and you're kind of forced to stop everything and then your sense of self is kind of. You know, gone somewhere. And this is why I didn't say don't get any work done, but really find some pieces that will still make you feel like you, but just keep the bar lower than normal.
0: Yeah. And something from what you just said, I think it's also interesting because I think that as creatives, we tend to identify ourselves with our work. This is kind of, this builds our identity, but you know when you have a big life event like having a baby for instance you are also you're not only only a creative but you are also a mother now or a father now right so this is also now part of your identity and it's about also learning to embrace that you're, that you're a mom and or that you're a dad that also does amazing creative work you know and you have different outputs in life one of them is like you know, having this baby that you just had, and other things that are like, you know, creating your artwork or writing a book or whatever it is is that you do. So suddenly, your identity starts to grow in more things that you do, which involves also being a parent, right? And yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's so. You know, I want to tell a little story here, which has to do with my personal story. I feel that as a creative, I have tried so many different things in my career. And I think, Liron, you can also identify with that. You started a line of products. You have created typefaces. um, You know, you have created online courses. You have really expanded your skills into many different things. And I think we are very similar in the sense that we are both very very curious people and we want to do it all and we kind of want to explore it ourselves we don't want to believe what others tell us but we want to try it ourselves right (laughs) but as you as you go ahead in life you also realize that you start accumulating stuff you start accumulating you know um, projects and people and stuff right so you suddenly find yourself with a clutter of with with a clutter life You know, so I think that a part of being productive or to me now, like reframing this idea of being productive is about understanding, Okay, from all of the things that I'm doing, what is it really meaningful to me? You know, what are the things that I really want to continue doing and what are the things that I can let go? You know, the same happens with social media. There's so so many social media platforms. Like oh, you man. can be everywhere. And at the same time, it's like, do I want to be everywhere?
1: You know? Well, you're expected to, but you really don't. Yeah. That's really hard to kind of you know be okay with. Yeah, yeah totally. But
0: oftentimes I feel it on that it's more about like cleaning up than adding more. And um and I think it has to do with both what like a lot of the things you you shared today that had to do with organizing stuff or reframing or relabeling stuff. And part of that or part of the equation is also to understand, like, do I really need to continue doing this or is it bringing something to my life or, you know, I, I'm just doing it because I'm supposed to do it right.
1: Yeah, or I'm used to doing it. What's, what's been really helpful for me in that sense, and I think even life-changing, is that I started a few years ago, I started um, kind of reflecting on what I'm doing. So I have, I'm really systematic in my reflections. Uh, like I do yearly reflection and planning, and then quarterly reflection and planning, and monthly reflection and planning. And even I do a daily reflection and planning. And this is, it's a set of five really short questions that I ask myself every day, I write it down. I really literally jot one sentence. I can do it whenever, when I'm doing dinner, it just takes one minute. And these reflections are really, you're know, you're saying these things right now. What's really helpful for me? What do I need? What am I just supposed to be doing? It's really hard for us to think of these things while we're in our day to day. But when you have this kind of container of writing this daily reflection, it's so helpful because everything just floats. You can see very easily what you enjoy doing, what you don't like doing, and then it's really easy to work from it. Mm. So in that sense, I've also created a gift for whoever is listening to us. Uh, it's a free template uh, about, it's, it's literally mine. I just designed it, but uh, it's what I use. I write it uh, manually. Every day I write only three tasks that I need to do, up to three tasks. It can even be one. And then I have these five reflection questions. And I created this template that can be downloaded um, if you go to visualproductivity.site, S-I-T-E. And then you can can just use it, print it out, and then just reflect. You'll see everything pops up really quickly. Amazing. We will add this to the show notes so that
0: everyone can go grab that worksheet. So I think that will be really helpful. And reflecting is super important, it's like keeping kind of the documentation of how you feel about certain things, right? And how you, um, you know, kind of documenting what feels right, what what I want to continue doing. So I think this what you need to get
1: rid of. Yeah,
0: totally. So we are moving towards our last segment in the show, which is the Better Now segment, where we share something we are really happy about or something that has impacted our lives lately. So Liron, what would be the like, the life, the thing you would like to share today, something that makes
1: you happy, a project, could be anything really. Oh, that's hard. Well, because maybe because I started talking about this this planning, uh, I had a I had an epiphany a few, uh, I would say maybe a year ago, uh, which started this whole visual productivity thing of uh, creating containers and kind of managing everything that goes in your creative crazy brain. And I this is a new venture of mine, the visual productivity. I'm working on it, it's really new, uh, but I am so passionate about it because I feel that, you know, everything I've been doing for managing all these projects and life and everything kind of boils down to this. So I'm super passionate about this and we'll see where it's going
0: so this is visualproductivity.com is there
1: a website for that or uh, dot dot site dot site, dot site. Uh, Amazing. it's right yeah right now you can get the template and it will i will add to it more and more Amazing. So we are going to add
0: this also to the show notes. Personally, I want to um, share that, you know, speaking about productivity, I want to say that my team and I have been really productive this week and we've been working on something that we have been wanting to do for a long time. I, you know, I find that the most productive you are is when you do something that is fun for you to do, but also can potentially be fun for other people. So we created a quiz (laughs) And we call it the ultimate lettering quiz, and is, as the name says, is a quiz to challenge your typographic eye with lettering. So it's really fun and educative, um, like everything else we put out there. You can take part in um, martinaflor.com/quiz. You can take part for free, and I know that many of our listeners or the listeners of this shows, the show, are into lettering. So if you're a letter lover or you are doing lettering yourself. And you want to find out how pro you are with letters, then take the quiz and you will find out. Go to martinaflorcom quiz and good luck. So
1: I'm definitely going to do it. I'm am- definitely going to.
0: <laughs> Amazing. So this is the end of our, jo- uh, our show, Liron. And it was so great to have you here and hear all your stories and all your productivity tips. Where can people find you?
1: Uh, I would say that uh, Instagram is, of course, my gem. Uh, It's uh, Liron, Uh, I'm trying to think what the handle is. I think it's Liron Love, L-A-V. So L-I-R-O-N, L-A-V, that's my personal one. So uh, in, you know, family life, whatever, and then a lot of visual productivity and productivity advice and stuff. And there is also my Arabrit, which is um, the Hebrew Arabic typeface that I designed. And this is a fun place to visit. Uh, so it's A-R-A-V-R-I-T. And uh, that's the handle on Instagram. And that's just fun for letter lovers, I guess.
0: <laughs> Amazing. We will add this, all of this to the show notes so that people can find you. So, Liron, any last words that you would like to share with our listeners?
1: Yeah, I would say be mindful about what you're doing and where you're heading. This is, this is the, the ultimate productivity advice, I would say
0: that's so great. And I think this is really the takeaway of this session with you. And of course, all the tips that you share. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to talk to me and to share your wisdom with our listeners today. So this is it Liron, thank you so much. Thank you so much. This has been super fun. Great chatting with you. Amazing. So this is it for everyone. You can find me, the host of this show, on social networks at MartinaFlor on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you have a question or comments, go to martinaflor.com slash podcast where you can see previous episodes, find show notes, and send voice memos with your comments and questions. You can also watch these episodes on YouTube. Just go to martinaflor.com slash YouTube to find them. You can, of course, listen to all our episodes on your favorite podcast platform. This is it for today. If you love this episode, subscribe to this podcast. And if you leave us a review, it will help others find us. And that is going to be great. Thank you all for listening and see you in the next episode of Letter Now.
1: Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.